What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's your thoughts on government cover-ups or covert societies attempting to control humanity? Do you believe in ancient astronauts, intergalactic communication, or extraterrestrial visitations? Ever had an experience with disembodied spirits or the paranormal universe? Are these subjects fact or fiction? Each week, Tony and Eddie explore these unbelievable realities and beyond. Exclusively on Truth Be Told. Hello and welcome to Truth Be Told with Tony and Eddie, where we believe an experience becomes truth. I'm your host, Tony Sweet, and joining me now in studio is world-renowned psychic, Eddie Connor. Thanks, Tony, and hi, everybody. Now, all of you know that Tony and I love guests that are able to communicate with spirits on the other side. Today is no exception. We have Michelle Livingston. She's an internationally famous visionary, psychic medium, and gifted artist. She has a master's degree in art education, and she taught art in public schools and later displayed her work in her own art gallery. Clairvoyant from an early age, she has the incredible ability to see and communicate with angels, departed loved ones, as well as spirit guides. Michelle is the newest member to the UBN family, starting her own show just a few days ago, and it's every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Channel 2. Her show title is Michelle Livingston, The People's Medium. She's also the author of Visions of Mary, Miraculous Encounters, which are about true stories of experiences with angels and departed loved ones. One of her most recent books, Messages from Beyond, a spiritual guidebook, is filled with positive affirmations and other information about conscious manifestations advancement of the spiritual journey and other metaphysical concepts. Michelle has touched thousands and thousands of people one-on-one and in seminars with messages and actual visitations of departed loved ones. Of course, Tony and I are both sure that you'll be touched today. So please put your hands together and welcome to Truth Be Told, author, psychic medium, and gifted artist, Michelle Livingston. Welcome, welcome, Michelle. Oh my gosh, look how cute you look. <laughs> how are you? We are great and, and such such an honor to have you on the show. The Pennsylvania Pioneer. <laughs> the first one in the East. Yes, you but are. I'm so honored that you have me on BN. It really, I'm just thrilled. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank please. You, it's uh, I was telling Eddie earlier that uh, one thing that uh, since we started doing our show and being around Eddie, I've got to see a lot of psychics, and then there's a lot of people that are very talented psychics and mm-hmm. really make a difference. Eddie is one of those, and you are too. Yay. You are Yay. too. You are. I've watched you on James's, you know, James Van Prague show. Now your own show. 
you are the real deal. I mean, you are the uh, real deal. Yeah, and when we were Thanks. off air, he was totally bragging about you. And I was like, I haven't gotten to meet her yet. Now, we met just seconds before we went live. And then whenever <laughs> I got to see your face and hear your voice, I'm like, oh, my God, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. I love both of you. <laughs> so I, I'm dying to know how you got started. When did you first wake up to the fact that you were a psychic medium and when did and how did you how did you deal with that? Uh, my great grandmother from Central Pennsylvania was a visionary. Um, I said the other night in my show, uh, if you know anything about Central PA, um, it's the backwoods. We have Quakers, Amish, Dunkers, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean it really is. If you can do mediumship here, you can do. Uh, she lived in the 1800s basically she was a visionary clairvoyant and bless her she'd sneak some readings but my mother sometimes these gifts you know come down the family line and my mother actually was uh, a clairvoyant she never used it Uh, she uh, would have precognition dreams when I said she never used it we're going way back in time with her as well but she'd have dreams that would come true and she'd dream of something, and literally the next day it would happen. So I grew up with older parents. My mother was 56 when she had me. Oh, wow. And so I grew up with the elders, so to speak. <laughs> and I think it was, it was a wonderful childhood. It was understood. And uh, in regards to my father, I have a good angel story for him. Not necessarily right now, but as long. Awesome. And so what are your personal psychic strengths, Michelle? I love people and want to help them heal from loss. Also, I'm a teacher, and if I touch a few lifetime, it makes it all worthwhile in regards to bringing them hope, Eddie, bringing them comfort, hmm. letting them know they're not alone. There are so many out there that are desperate, and they feel they feel alone. And one really tells us what it's like, of course to get to the next realm, the higher frequency. Uh, so the book I wrote is about heaven and uh, what we could do there. Not, it's not etched stone. But yeah, my, my work is about bringing truth, awakening others, and I've been doing it about 25 years. Wow. wow. And so this is obviously work that picked you and more than you picked it, essentially. Is that right? Yes. I, I wasn't mature at a certain age. It is a form of responsibility, as you know, to help people. So um, it chose me uh, years ago, and I was ready then to handle the responsibility of helping people heal. I started as an artist, and I have a master's in art, Ed, and taught. So as my life progressed, uh, the part of me just melded into the visionary part with art. Mm-hmm. It all came together. Mm-hmm. You know how things kind of come together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's how it worked for me. I find that people who are dancers and choreographers and or who are artists and designers make the best psychics and mediums. And here's why I think that is. For me personally, I was the artist growing up and the designer course i'm a big old sissy so i wanted everything to be pretty <laughs> now we lived in a single wide trailer in the backwoods of north kakalaki but i was like we're gonna make it pretty or i'm gonna have to move somewhere else <laughs> and i find that the right brain which 
is for part of the intuition, the creativity, artistic expression comes through. When you have a highly developed imagination and you're able to channel it in dance, design, choreography, art, when you can harness it, hold the vision, harness the vision, then manifest the vision right in front of you on a canvas, a painting, or in a room for, for designers, or a dance recital, for lack of a better way to say it, you have an instant connection with your intuition. I think imagination and intuition are soulmates, and I would love your perspective on how your art helped you become an even greater psychic medium, I mean, even world-famous psychic medium. Well, children, it's uh, instilling and also keeping alive the inner child, Eddie. And I know you have a great inner child, a little Eddie, that's still in there. Children are very creative and uh, imaginative. So I've noticed years that I have this sense of humor, and I just love to make people happy. So the inner child comes out. But the artwork, I was doing visionary uh, cloud paintings. And uh, it, one thing just led to another, and you're absolutely right. And, and in the book that I just wrote, there's a whole section on entertainment in heaven and how music is so uh, important and tonal frequencies when souls step into that. And many artists have owned their skill before they incarnate. Hmm. So, so you're absolutely right. Uh, music, even nature, anything that makes you happy, fills you with joy. You know your track. And so I've always been a joyful person, but I'm really happy now, <laughs> especially <laughs> since I'm on you, Dan. <laughs> That's right. I <love> you. <laughs> well, I, I find that fascinating because Eddie was telling me that when he came out as a psychic, it was really hard for him because he was from the South. Yeah. Um, was the community, even though I know you said your grandmother was, uh, you know, had, had the, the gift, but in, in the community that you were at was, did, I don't know when, 25 years ago, that, I mean, that's still long enough to where people back then was like, that's, you know, the devil, that's, oh my. did you're, you, I mean, did you have a lot of resistance around oh, you? Absolutely. Okay. And I had an art gallery and I would sneak people in door oh, really? and do readings for them and show my art in the front of the gallery and the, the, I'm a Presbyterian so my church was across the street from my art gallery <laughs> and yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh, things that happen uh, some days you oh I don't know I, I really uh, there's a lot of dissension but uh, now in today's world a lot of people are open and I think it's following your truth and your path right I don't listen to other people. I don't listen to negative. I keep that pure inner child alive, and I just keep going, keep going on. Um, I've had some personal setbacks, this kind of thing. Nothing major, but I feel if you're doing your sole purpose, if you're doing what you so mm -hmm. attracted to, you should just keep, keep going. I think it takes a lot of courage, though, to do this work. I really do. It does. And so... And yay. <laughs> yeah, it really it really does because we're starting to be programmed now to be little cookie cutter, drink the Kool-Aid, follow the leader people and I love it when you when you can find someone like you who's holding on to your individuality, your independence while following your heart and letting your heart guide you to help other people open their hearts too. That's right. And bring them some hope and comfort. That's what yeah. it's all about. Really? 
Yeah, I feel like and people I, respond to sincerity. Yeah, integrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I don't cast stones at any other mediums. I mean, we all do it. James Von Prague is one of my good friends. He's a wonderful medium. Uh, he does a little more of the British style, platform demonstrations. And we all do it differently. So mm-hmm. even in this profession, it's not cookie cutter. Some of us automatic writing. Some of us are, are here, clear audience, and then we feel and then we see. But because the artist didn't see first, and actually I see a translucent way. I see through the spirit. And mm. that on kind of like the personality of who I'm uh, channeling. And then, as you know, from Eddie and Tony so long, they do retain their personalities and their minds and their memory banks. And that's what makes it so fascinating in doing this type of work because it's never dull. Uh, <laughs> is, is there a particular type of person or particular situation that you love to work with better uh, than others better than others type of situation type of people yeah yes asking yes um for some reason spouses are very close intimately seems years if if a lady's lost her husband the husband comes in a lot of details isn't that interesting Mm -hmm. and vice versa uh children I do a lot with compassionate friends, and they're parents who have lost children, which is very interesting. So I do lectures with that organization, which is a national organization. But um, it never ceases to amaze me. And the other thing I do, and thank you for asking about the art, is uh, when I start a reading, I work with three angels. The angels are called light beings and form a triangle around the person and myself, my client. And as I'm with that person and pick up on that person's auric field and energy, they formulate a soul portrait, opening scene, and it could be different terrains or seasons or times of the year. But by the time they're done with interpretation, it's it's their spiritual journey. And that's kind of a little bonus on the front end of my readings. So it becomes a meditation for the person having a reading, and I still do them because people love them. So, and actually, it's a matter of letting the out you're doing a mediumship reading. So, I had to, I had to tell you that. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. And isn't it fun to watch how other people do what they do also? Yes. I, yes. I, 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 yeah, I love to study. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. But if some people write. Uh, some people will close their eyes, typically during a reading, a uh, phone reading, wherever it is, I uh, have to wear my mask because I'm looking with spiritual eyes, not physical eyes. And body language, I, I really don't want to see. I'm just so focused on the angel. Yes, everybody does this differently. But I do agree that uh, visionaries are important in this type of work. I really do. The people that see beyond the veil uh and the the sensitive so i think tony you have a nice inner child too (laughs) oh oh i know that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it shows through every so often (laughs) yeah i I, honestly i get that from my father my father who's 81 years old he still has that inner child that shines through not uh, there's always a difference between childlike and childish 
My dad's That's childlike, right. and and I I do have that myself. <laughs> so you retained that. That's good. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. Right. I'm trying to. LA's LA is a little hard, but it, it, but I try to I try to keep that uh, intact. But uh, I want to ask uh, Eddie and I went to see uh, Lisa Williams, and I always refer to this because I've never had this experience before, where we took a class from her. And I got to know know the different senses and different ways of people uh, knowing how to read. And give me, I, I always forget the like the clairsentient, yes. clairaudient, clairvoyant. Yes. So, mm-hmm. do you have one, two, three? I mean, do you have them all? What What do you have when you use your your techniques? Yeah, that is a good question. I first uh, see the spirit, how they're dressed, how they want to project. Now, they don't have to project as they looked before they passed away. Mm-hmm. At pride, part of their personality, they'll project younger. But I see them first, then I start to feel emotion coming in, and I start to hear them telepathically then. And the way they circle around an individual is how I know where to play uh, in their family. I'm self-taught. No, nobody really sits you down and tells you how to do this right. or even how to even, as you know, Eddie, how to protect yourself, which is really important. But no, um, from doing it this many years, I really know that one side's mother's side, one side's father's side, a child will come in in the front of an individual. Kind would be in us friends. I've even had people say, get my in-laws out of here. I don't want to. And, you know, you're talking about traffic controlling, and, and I'm like the referee. They wait for years to get through uh, to communicate. Sometimes mother's side will jump over dad's, and I have to, I, you know, I'll say like, "Hold off over here." All right, go on the right side. <laughs> it becomes it becomes interesting. It really does. <laughs> so do you? And, oh. oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say. I was just go I, go ahead and finish your point. Cause I don't want to interrupt what you, if you're not finished. So. No, that's okay. I just uh, wanted to say that I love this work. I love it. Well, you can tell. You can I tell. know that this that, that that there's a beautiful form of love and not that I w- I'm ready for it tomorrow. <laughs> right. But I I know that there's a portal. I we're going to be our loved ones and and pets. Uh, everyone loves their pets, and then we I feel we go through a life review. Now, which, uh, now you said pets, and I, I'm kind of curious. Uh, a lot of people, you know, be able to speak with spirit in that were human form. Do you also get pets that come through uh, in your oh, yeah. readings? Sometimes, uh huh. And they also retain their personality. Uh, I'm not an animal communicator, but I do uh, primarily sometimes uh, horses, dogs, uh, sometimes kitties, cats. Aww. And uh, they teach us unconditional love. You know, animals. They're just, they don't analyze, they don't know time. Um, I believe that every animal has a spirit guardian, though, and um, I'm so close to my animals. I mean, really, they work telepathically. They see spirit. We know that. So if your dog looks around the room and goes to the window and barks and no one's there, you know that someone is there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Pets do come through. Yes, they do. So when you when I hear uh, when I hear the spirit guides and the angels uh, communicating or the higher self of another person, I hear it like a very clear FM radio signal in my inner ears, and it almost oh. sounds like your voice in my head telling my heart what to tell your heart. 
But when I hear dead people, uh, they always come up to the left. I hear every third or fifth word if I'm lucky, and then I'll get sort of a popcorn image of things they're trying to say. So if they said, tell Michelle we love that pink blouse she's wearing, I'll literally hear it as, tell Michelle that we love you. And then I'll see the pink blouse, and I have to put it together. How do you hear when you hear them? Oh, that's fascinating. I'm glad you shared that. I very specifically, like, um, let me give you an example. A mother will come through and say, well, hi, I brought my pop. What do you think about it? I just had my hair done. I mean, they speak right through me. Uh, <laughs> the trans, I know there's AC and there's... There's Abraham and they, I think, are unconscious, uh, if I'm correct, trans trans But I'm conscious. Is that true? Yeah. And I, I'm, a, I'm a conscious, well, James Von Prague calls me that, a conscious trans channel yeah. where I take on the personality and it's, it's just them. I mean, my, my voice doesn't change, but my mannerisms change and my intonations change. So I'm actually with them and they're actually in me hmm. speak to the client. But that's fascinating the way you do, because it's almost like um, a radio signal for you. That's what I and call you're hearing. Yeah, that's uh -huh. exactly what I call it. I call it the, the higher self or the soul of another person sounds like an FM radio frequency. And the people who have passed away come in, they sound like a portable AM radio duct taped to the back of a donkey's ass going through the Mojave <laughs> Desert. <laughs> so it's, the back part, huh? Yeah, yeah the back. <laughs> exactly. So, Which, uh... <laughs> so in astrology, I know that I have some houses that fall under death which is how I'm able to communicate what little bit that I do with the other side. Uh, do you know what your astrology chart shows you as far as where, how many yes. houses you have in death? Well, no, but I'm a Gemini, so I'm here, there, and everywhere. It's an mm -hmm. air sign. There's no very fluid. But I'm also in cancer, which oh, oh, I think grounds me, yes. helps me to be a more um, uh, centered almost like a foundation. So I'm glad my moon's in cancer. I, I have to be honest, I don't know that much about astrology. Me either. But, uh, <laughs> but I just do what I do, and I love to do it. So what's, what can I say? What's your rising sign? Do you know? I really don't. Okay. I haven't gotten that It'll far. Be... I really don't. It... And, and please don't ask me where I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. 1974. No. Oh, please. I love you. <laughs> uh, so when, when, when I always find it fascinating that I always felt that, you know, you had to have somebody next to you or in the same room when you when you give readings. But uh, Eddie and yourself, you know, you can do this via Skype, doing a phone. Is, yes. So how is it? Uh, is it better in person or does it matter if they're all the way on the other side of the world or how, how does that work? I always find that fascinating. Sometimes it's better when they're not in the same room with you because there is no distance with spirit. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you'll, you'd laugh. I mean, I'm in a recliner with a mind mask <laughs> when I do consults and, uh, sometimes they're even better than in person. I don't like to see the body language. Yeah. I remember it's you saying distracting. that. And I don't know about Eddie, but it comes out so quickly that if I miss a beat, it's gone. Yes. It's, it's just, that's it. So I have to pick up another thought. 
and that's how fast it comes out. So that's the question. Um, I do them all over the world, and there is no distance. And even the other the other thing it's interesting is there's no language there. Really? In Taiwan with my husband doing readings, and they showed me uh, peaches and different symbols of, of Chinese, and the peaches represented longevity. And so all these symbols were coming up, and I was able to – Interpret it through it will actually tell the interpreter and it all made sense and we know that in the next realm there's no language how it's all telepathic communication so it's um it's a pretty unique and wonderful thing to do <laughs> so, well let's let's talk about uh, messages from beyond spiritual guidebook okay. so message what what are the most common messages um that people either get uh, not just to a loved one, but from let's say your your mother comes through. What 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 do, what do people really want us to know? I mean, because we get to say, are, are my family okay? I mean, well, yeah. But what is the mm-hmm. messages that they really want to you know communicate to us? Well, a book messages from beyond. So I wasn't sure if you were referring to the book or just in general what people want to know. <laughs> let's do both. Uh, the book is. Um, Positive affirmations, conscious manifest covers. It's a guidebook. It covers the realm of um, spirituality. Or, but uh, people basically want to know if their loved ones at peace. If a mother's uh, daughter has a, for example, mm-hmm. and uh, she comes for a reading, and no matter where she is, uh, we connect. She wants to. Basic question is: Is she? Is my daughter okay? Did she make it to the light? Is what she did, um, and maybe life, I don't know, is what she did okay with the higher power, with the higher creator? And uh, it's a myriad of questions. It really is. Um, I, like I said, I work a lot with uh, spouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, it's comical. You know, <laughs> uh, a, a, a gentleman might talk about his underwear, and they you know, like crazy stuff, uh, where it's, Located and it's. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just have to laugh. I really do. And what happens is, up so quickly that it shocks me. And uh, I had one lady. Uh, I did something with Harley, uh, <laughs> and you can imagine this. And now everybody was tattooed and and uh, all these Harleys <laughs> were around. And here comes this sweet little old lady on a cane in there. She heard I was going to be at Harley and sat down and I wasn't getting reaction. And I saw a clothesline with a girdle (laughs) (laughs) hanging above her. That was her reaction. She said, oh my, oh my God, I can't believe it. I said, what? Please, please tell me. She said, my mother always dieted. And she wore a really tight girdle. And uh, we had five kids. And she said about halfway thinner, she'd start to move around. She's trying to get her girdle down. And she finally, by the end of dinner, it was on the floor. And nobody knew it because she looked under the table and saw it there. So that was the connection (laughs) that got her relaxed and open up. So you just, you in this type of profession, you do not censor. You don't have time to censor. Mm -hmm. Children don't censor. They just, they think, and you have to do that. You have to. Do you agree, Eddie? You have to. You, 
there's no time to censor, right? There, I agree a thousand percent. There's no time to censor. There'll be things that make no sense whatsoever <laughs> to us. And then we have to just get it out as quick as we can because there, it's like, um, it's like if you were at a gumball machine and you put a quarter in it, because now they cost a damn quarter, okay? So you put a quarter in the gumball machine, you turn it, and then you don't get one gumball. You keep getting, 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 getting until that machine is empty. Oh, I'm going to go to Vegas. And on then that you one. have to just keep, you have to just tell them everything. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. it. That's it. Jackpot. Yeah. Uh, they wait for, well, as we know, there's no time in the other dimension. So they can wait for years and years to get through to say hello. And uh, they get excited they and you have to hand it to them it takes work on their part whether it's the symbols they're showing or what they need they have to say hello you know i think i do too what's what's the best movie you have ever watched that had anything to do with the psychics or mediums like one of my favorite movies is the others with nicole kidman about you know the afterlife what's one of yours well i love that one i i think that was so provoking um, and this isn't necessarily about mediums, but I love Robin Williams and what dreams may come. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Did you mm-hmm. see that one? I did. I, did. I saw it and I read the book about a year before I saw the movie. I was so excited. Uh, I just the way they portrayed it with him on the other side and the beautiful lucid. It's like a lucid dream uh, opening up. I have to say that's one of my favorite movies uh, of, of his. Oh, so, well, well, I want to ask. You, I want to ask this one. This is like I said. I I'm just curious. This is my Sagittarius kicking in. Uh, <laughs> when when people ask, you know, my did my families go to the light and did they get to the other side? Do you do you believe there's also the darkness where people don't go to the to yeah. heaven quote quote heaven? Yes, I don't believe in fire and brimstone, mm-hmm. uh, but there is a uh, there are different strata or layers. Uh, so if you think of the earth plane as mm-hmm. a ball, a, right. as, as an onion, let's say, the next um, layer would be the gray area, and that's in my last. The gray area is where discarnate earthbound spirits reside. Some of them don't know they're passed away. Some of them don't want to go to the light. And I find it interesting, because I found this out, if somebody really likes to drink, like a dyed-in-the-wool alcoholic for 35 years, they, um, and not, this is not all, this is maybe just a percentage, will hang around bars. Hmm. They'll wait for someone to pass out. They'll enter the person's body to get the feeling of the alcohol. So I jokingly say, you know, <laughs> what you do when you drink because you never know who's been in you uh, the night before. <laughs> this way. Uh, it, it, and also with drugs, too. Um, uh, years ago, there were cracked in. But if mother was pregnant in a cracked den, the, a soul may enter the womb to get the feeling yeah. of uh, cocaine. So you see how this works? Mm-hmm. And it's not all the time. I personally protect, protect, protect. Mm-hmm. Uh, do any paranormal work. Really do not deal with hauntings or anything like that. I want to um, deal with the higher realms, the love and light. So a person like Hitler, I, I would think, would be in the gray area. And heavenly volunteers, it sounds funny, come down, as far as I know, to help awaken those. That, that commit heinous crimes, horrible and uh, to try to help them to get to their life review. Uh, mm. it's, some of them wonder, and 
sleep in the gray area. And then as we move on, the angelic kingdom is the highest frequency. Uh, it's angels. I love angels. <laughs> well, speaking of angels, now doing readings, and I'm going to ask Getty this too, when you're doing readings, there's different you know, people here for different reasons and, and different type of spirits. Do you yeah. feel that there are angel, walking angels around us as in human form? Have you, and if, you, if there are, have you ever had a reading from one that didn't know that they were actually an angel spirit? I had a fabulous, I've had few uh, angel encounters, but the one that's the most memorable is my father passed away of brain cancer mm. when I was 13, and I was his only child, and he was 60-something when he passed, 60, I think, four or five years old, and uh, we didn't have, but my mother our savings, and uh, I, like I said, was daddy's girl. She sent me over to Europe to study uh, with a group of students and uh, I'm always precocious and talking and so on. I got lost in the heart of Paris with another <laughs> little girl. We were both 13, and we couldn't find our way. We didn't have any money. We finally got to the subway. We walked down the subway, and all we knew what to do is pray. We were crying, and, and so I remember very distinctly a uh, mist started to roll through the subway, and out of the mist stepped this tall gentleman, and he had suit on white hair and he had a gold badge that said international guide and we were thinking you know we're young kids and um she started to try to speak french to him he said stop i know all languages oh and he, he said you lost aren't you and we told him he put us on the subway or say is outside of paris it's probably half an hour from the heart of paris he paid our fare and I'll never forget, in that half an hour, he told us all about our lives. I remember viewing him in profile. When we stepped off <laughs> the subway car, he was right behind us. We thank him. And she said to me, do you think that was an angel? Her name was Sarah. And I said, I guess so. And it was for But a year later, I had a, a dream, a vision. Mm. And I was in a room full of people. And they had white on and they had white hair. Here was the gentleman that saved us in Paris, and he walked across the room and came up, and he said, Hi, we're all, we are all angels here. When your prayers came up, I was sent down, and he said, This is called the Mercy Band. We're called the Mercy <laughs> Band. And so you know, uh, the movie It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. right. Jimmy Stewart, uh, Clarence came down. But uh, that is, that's my one. I think angels can take human form. I do, mm. in times of need. So um, that was a cool story. No, that's that. a beautiful story. I mean, experience, yeah. Yeah, I just, because I'm sure you see all kinds of, of spirit, you know, that come through not only the spirit world, but through your the people that are sitting in front of you. Uh, and have you ever had someone, uh, and I'm sure both of you have had this, that, as I did, taking a Lisa Williams uh, class, didn't realize that they were psychic or had the gifts of being an intuitive, like develop in front of your eyes by giving them a reading. Have you ever had that? Uh, to give them permission to be intuitive? Yes. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. It's, a, it's called the aha moment of the awakening. Yeah. And I think everyone's intuitive. I 
sometimes women are a little more open to this whole process, I found, than men mm -hmm. for some reason. But I, I, it's wonderful to see somebody open up and um, they end up writing books or, or becoming healers or teaching. I mean, it's fabulous. And um, we're all about, this is all, we're all linked together, like in this big global chain, mm -hmm. you know. So, yes, uh, I get emails, thank you, from 15 years ago. I have my own business doing Reiki or I have this book on oh, healing. Wow. And it's just a wonderful thing to have. I haven't seen instantaneous, Tony, right. but I've seen progressions of different people. That's amazing. As they awaken, they go on. And they help other people. So it's like a pebble in a lake. It's concentric circles. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, they come out and there you are. <laughs> no, that's amazing. No, I, I find it fascinating because uh, I didn't even know what um, um, uh, empath was until I met Eddie. And then growing up myself, because, you know, when I was a kid, I saw an, a ghost. I did. I used to see an old man in my house that I grew up in. And we assumed that it was a... Uh, it was the guy that owned the bank, Granola State Bank, when when you know when Granola, one of the, mm -hmm. when it first started, because that house was really old. Uh, but uh, and also, I always feel I would feel other people's feelings. I didn't know it, but I would get sad. And I'm like, why am I sad? I would get anxious. Why am I anxious? I don't even know why I'm. But it, I noticed it as I got older and met Eddie. I was when it was around certain people. That's when I started feeling that. Yeah. Um, how to, and I've asked it this many times. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to add that empathic people have a lot of mood swings. Uh, if they wake up feeling pretty good and go about their day, as you know, Tony, mm -hmm. there's somebody depressed, ill, going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. So by mid-afternoon, they're so and they're so tired because mm -hmm. they've imbibed all this energy. Yes. And so a very important thing to do is to and the center and it's interesting that you are an empathic person because i can feel that about you uh-huh oh, uh, yeah yeah but it's sensitive but both of you are it's oh, amazing I, yeah i was always very sensitive kid yeah, i mean me i would i i I, <laughs> I remember watching you know lassie or whatever was on you know any born free born free i would just i would just cry and cry mom why are they treating these animals and then uh. I remember when you do you all remember Soap the series? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When Jessica uh, Tate died or they uh -huh. thought she died, I cried and I just don't understand. And my mom's probably looking at me like, "What? Why is he crying? Script. Yeah, why is he crying?" But I would get so sensitive about you know death, and I would ask her constant questions about death and you know heaven and and all this. But uh, were you that type of child? Were you curious about the other side even before you knew it? Yeah, I. My, a relative passed away when I was age three mm. and didn't want to expose me to the open casket, mm. but she thought, well, I'll take Michelle anyhow. <laughs> so every, she, she took me and she held me and everybody's crying in the morning. And I said, mama, don't worry about it. I said, that's just the shell. I said, the real is oh, up wow. there. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. And she said, you know, you're an old soul. And then I had a sister who was 20 or half-sister she was kind of mean she would push me and smack me and so on so i'd say that yeah i'd say to her to keep fine so uh i was about four and she's shaking me and smacking me and i just looked at her and i said well don't you remember when i was here 
long time ago. Well, she screamed and ran out of the room, and she said, oh, my God, that kid gives me the creeps. <laughs> so when come near me, I'd say something, and she'd run out of the room. So I guess I learned how to protect myself. That's hilarious. Years between one to five. That is hilarious. And, and what, Isn't when, that funny? When yeah. you say when you say old soul, and I think I may have asked this before, what is really considered an old soul? I mean, is it you know, oh, he was here a thousand times? I mean, I mean, what is what do you both think really an old soul is? Uh, I think an old soul um, has learned compassion through lifetimes of trial and error mm -hmm. and tribulation. I think they're wounded healers. I think Eddie's a wounded healer. I don't know Adam or Eve. <laughs> but I do have to say, I think that some mediums and some intuitives mm -hmm. and a lot of are wounded healers. If you haven't experienced abuse, whether it's mental, physical, or emotional, you really put the shoe on the other foot and help someone or help the next person. And I think through lifetimes of tragedy and dire situations it helps us to learn and i also feel we learn between incarnations so an old soul uh, one with a little more patience possibly an individual a little more tolerance mm -hmm. a little more passion that's the uh, best definition i've ever heard yeah. that's the best best one michelle do you do, do you so eddie because take on that i i i'm in the same boat with you on that i think that Old souls, as you said better than I will, uh, they will sign up for things. The joke always is for uh, most old souls is whenever St. Peter's asking, you know, who wants to go down and be gay in the South? And I'll raise my hand. <laughs> who wants to go down and be gay in the South and molested by a family member? I raise my hand again. Who wants to come, you know, and just, so yeah. like and really setting yourself up to cram kind of like three or five lifetimes into one so that you have that empathy and that compassion and that connectability. And then when you grow up, you work on you as much as you can so that you can help other people come up out of theirs. So it doesn't, Perfect. so it doesn't, so oh, go ahead. It's a wounded healer. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's what it is. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so for, for people out there, it doesn't mean you've been here 10,000 times. It just means how you come. Uh, I, no, you don't have to have thousands of lifetimes. You can have a few and study the ascended masters in between lifetimes mm -hmm. um it's not about perfection it's just an evolutionary journey i feel um it's just love i mean it sounds so Pollyanna, but unconditional love is where it's at if you can say that you love everybody conditionally hurt you give them those that abuse you i think then you know you're getting up there a little <laughs> bit spiritually up that ladder <laughs> yeah, well stated. Well yeah, stated. that's beautiful. Especially and, during this election season. Right, right. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Eddie, Eddie always says... Let's not get into that, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry. I'm, I'm sorry. Eddie always <laughs> says he is a uh, stadium-sized psychic. And a living room-sized medium. <laughs> and what do you consider yourself? Do you, do you have an equal balance of both, or do you feel one or the other? It's... Um, Dominant. I, I got the. I got the I'm sorry, because I was breaking up a little bit. I didn't get the whole. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, well, Eddie, like I said, Eddie always says he's a, a stadium-sized psychic, but he's a, be a living room medium. So, do you have the balance of psychic medium, or does one predominate? You know, my medium or psychic more predominant for you? Oh, uh, boy! Oh, boy! I think 
more medium than the am psychic uh, you know you hear these stories everyone's a psychic medium everyone that's a medium is a psychic but some people are adept at psychic. Um, i do mm-hmm. not do predictions because i feel the future is not etched in stone okay. i think we be free choice and free will we all have the capacity to to make changes to uh to have the courage for challenge um, I would consider myself the people's medium because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I started in trailer parks. I literally started, um, you wouldn't believe it, traveling up and down the eastern coast, going <laughs> everywhere and, and, and really going through rural America and getting to know the people. So I'm on a, a morning drive time show. It's time show in central PA um, it's called the people's morning show and there's DJs and they're fabulous there's a comedian and, and one of my friends Jen is on there and so that's how my name was coined the people's medium hmm. so um, I'm kind of mainstream in the middle of the road I, I would say more than living room or stadium I'm kind of like middle of the road I'm just for the people <laughs> nice that's a great way to say it that feels really good too yeah that's why I love Michelle I mean She's just so down to earth, real, and uh, enjoy. I just enjoy listening to when you work with people too. They they totally relate to you, and they feel comfortable with sharing their their inner secrets and and their loved ones with you. So that's I think it, it makes you rare. Not saying that not all psychics are like that, but that you are very genuine about how you want to relay the messages from the other side. It makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have- and I always, I always pray, uh, even with radio shows or TV, that those that really need to hear the messages can get through. Um, there's different forms of messages, but some are on the throngs of suicide. Mm-hmm. Get a message, not that it's earth shattering for everyone, but it can be. I mean, it can for some people, it can it flip them. A good message or just a pat in the back, whatever you want to do for somebody. So that's my prayer before I do things like this and or anything in the public. I, I just say, please, you know, let the ones that need to hear a message just get that message. That's and perfect. it usually works out pretty well. <laughs> yep. Well, we have about three minutes left. I can't believe the 50 minutes has gone by already because uh, it's no it's, phone calls. Oh, oh, well, actually, we didn't even we actually I didn't even promote it as taking phone calls or I would have if I'd known that I would have taken phone calls. Right. Um, but I just wanted to spend time with you to get to get to really get to know you and have people get to know who who you are, your work. Um, mm-hmm. But when we go to your website, uh, michellelivingston.com, what what can people find there? Uh, what are what what in case they're looking for more information about you? Well, um, they can sign up for my new email newsletter. That's the first thing. I've written six books, and um, I've had you know a couple of media several appearances. Um, they can find out about me, how I got started. So I encourage them to 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 go to my website and also to like my fan page, which is the people's uh, medium, Michelle, Michelle 1L. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, since we didn't take phone calls today, well, they're just going to have to tune in on Wednesday at four o'clock right here on universal broadcasting network channel two. 
Get into the queue because people love getting a reading from you. They I do. mean, they do. Uh-huh. They love it. And uh, if I know, honestly, if I, I, sh- I guess I should ask you if you would have take, taken a couple calls. Um, well, real quick before we go, I mean, I don't want to get into, we can do this later, but do you, when you talk to Eddie and I, do you feel, I mean, do you feel spirits come in? Just curious. Uh, I'm just well, curious. Just, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but I want to say, Tony, that you're very uh, loyal a person just from hearing your voice. Oh, I think you. that you're dead. I turn your back on anybody that you love. Mm. And I think that you are in it for the long haul. Whatever thing you, whether it's a venture mm-hmm. or friendship or a family member that needs you, you're there for the long haul. And that's loyalty. Mm-hmm. And that's a rare quality. It really is. Eddie, uh, he's a wounded healer feel that I feel he's genuine to the core I feel like he loves people he genuinely wants to help people he wants to make a difference in this world oh. uh, that's how I feel very briefly oh. just you know no, I can go on great. and on that's great but, uh, well, yeah. Eddie does love me so, don't you Eddie I love people <laughs> <laughs> you love me <laughs> say it <laughs> And I love you and guys. And I love you <laughs> we guys. Love yeah, we love you, Michelle. And thank you so much. You're going to have Thanks. to come back next time. We'll have to come have you back. And then maybe maybe you and Eddie can take some calls. And, and oh, I'd, I'd love to do she a would double be great. link that would with be, Eddie. Yeah, that would, we'll tag team. I'll be the psychic. You'll be the medium. We'll be like psychic medium. Because I, I love when people call in and they want to ask, ask for a loved one that's passed. And Eddie's like, uh, go, to the, <laughs> go to the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, like, yeah, that'd be fun. I yeah. would love to see you guys work together. So, But oh, thank man. you so much, Michelle Livingston. Go to michellelivingston.com and uh, make sure you tune in every Wednesday right here on Universal Broadcasting Network. You can't miss this show because she, I mean, she has a line of people trying to get in to get wow. a reading from her. Uh, it's right now, I, it's you know, a 50-minute show, but I have a feeling she's going to need more time because <laughs> people love it. But, Michelle, thank you so much. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. And hi, Eddie, wherever you may be. I don't see you now, but God bless you. All right. We'll talk to you soon, my dear. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, we are going to uh, we're going to take a quick break. No, we're we're done actually. Yeah, Eddie. we are. Oh my gosh, these That's two hours fun. went so fast. It, it was a quick, quick, quick show. Uh, well, we want to thank you guys and thank Michelle uh, Livingston for joining us today. And uh, for, I, and sorry, I, I, honestly, I thought if if people thought we were going to take calls, I I, I apologize because she would be you you would be amazed. Yeah. You would be amazed. But you can't miss her uh, every Wednesday right here on Universal Broadcasting Network. At four o'clock, uh, seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, or mm-hmm. I guess depends on where you what, is. Yes. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you go and uh, support us any way you can on our website, on YouTube, on iHeartRadio, and I have a little thing that'll close out for us. So I'm uh, Tony Sweet. I'm Eddie Connor. You're listening to Truth Be Told on Universal Broadcasting Network. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to Truth Be Told with Tony and Eddie right here on Universal Broadcasting Network. Make sure you go to our iTunes page. Just type in Truth Be Told with Tony and Eddie. Listen to us on iHeartRadio. Again, Truth Be Told with Tony and Eddie. And go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, and please, please, please leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. So please support our sponsors and make sure you listen to us every Friday right here on Universal Broadcasting Network from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until then, have a good week.